Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You guys, it's Rick Tittle. Thank you for that, and welcome back to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. How you doing? I said, how you doing? What you got? What you get? This is why we're all here <clears throat> to talk sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, rollerball, chess checkers, rugby, cricket. We'll do it together at the toll-free line. Is that a telephone line? It is a telephone line. 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. You don't have to write it down. You can just dial it up right now. Dominic is sitting on the other side of the glass. He's poised like a jungle cat to jump on the phone and uh, put you on the air. Once again, 1-800-878-PLAY. We also have uh, guests today as well. When do we not? We'll start off with uh, Melissa De La Cruz. She's on the other side. She's a very successful author. Paul DeGelder. We got a De La Cruz and a DeGelder back-to-back. He's with Shark Week. He's been on the show before. We'll bring him back. At 9.40, we always check in with Karen Lyle from salesporttalk.com. She's still in the uh, Virgin Islands. Does anybody know? Bueller? Bueller? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Karen last two weeks has called in from the BVIs, as I like to call it. And um, then we'll also have actress Irma Lake, very talented, very beautiful. Rick, you can't say beautiful. Oh, sorry. And then we'll have the very beautiful comedian Jade Catapretta. Rick, what did I just say? You can't say beautiful. All right, sorry. Never mind. We'll have her as well. And we'll do it together. Yeah, that's right. Zusammen heute Abend, yeah? Heute Morgen speaks to wie sagt man auf Deutsch? Ach. All right. If you speak German again, I swear I ain't going to listen to you ever again. one 800 Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. I'm on Twitch TV. Looking resplendent in my uh, Tijuana Club t-shirt. Come on back. This report is brought to you by T-Mobile. 
Travel is back, but so is inflation. Travel demand from consumers and business professionals is up, but higher prices and volatile airline schedules present unique challenges for summer travel, not to mention the struggle of staying connected while traveling. T-Mobile is here to fix that. Introducing Coverage Beyond, free in-flight connection, free high-speed data worldwide and more. T-Mobile customers can now stream and stay connected in flight all flight long and right when they touch down abroad, too. T-Mobile believes your phone should just work wherever you go, even when you're outside the signal of its network. Right as travel prices are rising, T-Mobile continues to help customers get back out there and save money. T-Mobile customers now get a free year of AAA on us. And to help take the sting out of rising gas prices, its customers now get 25 cents off per gallon this summer through the week of Labor Day. Where can listeners go for more information? Visit tmobile.com slash travel. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us. We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800 738 Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast-to-coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show number one New York Times bestselling author, Melissa De La Cruz, and she's here to talk about her new book in the Blue Buds series. It's called Afterlife, How Many Worlds Will She Have to Save? Melissa, welcome to the show, and when you keep pumping out books... I'm, I'm sure it's very exciting because on the one hand, your fans can't wait for the next one, 
And yet, on the other hand, you got to deliver because you've raised the bar so high, haven't you? Oh, my goodness. I think you just uh, hit the stress of author life in a nutshell. <laughs> you know, you can't really rest on your laurels. You got to, you know, the bar keeps going higher and higher, and you got to meet it. <laughs> Well, that's like some actors will do three great movies and do a bomb, and then no one touches them for two years. So, like, if you say, like, ah, she mailed in book six, don't even read book seven. I mean, it could be scary if that happened, right? Absolutely. Definitely. Well, let's talk about these. Uh, of course, it's based, uh, based around vampires and New York City and immigrants. It's all very interesting. Tell us how it kind of got off the ground, if you would. Uh, sure. Uh, so uh, my Blue Blood series uh, first published almost 20 years ago, and it's about a group of teenagers who discover that they're part of this secret society of immortal vampires. Uh, and in the original series, you know, it's, uh, they uh, discover who they are, their powers, and they defeat the great evil in the world. Um, and the years went by, I finished that series, and I wanted to write about them again. But I didn't want to write about their kids. You know, I didn't want to do another spinoff. And so I thought, oh, I'll write about um, my characters, but I'll put them in a different world. And so I put them in our world, you know, because the world of Blue Bloods is kind of the world of 1990s New York. But uh, in Afterlife, uh, my characters discover they wake up and it's New York of 2020. And it's the pandemic, and they have to go to Zoom school and wear masks. <laughs> and perhaps vampires are behind the pandemic. <laughs> Very interesting. You know, it, it's interesting. I went into a bookstore, a big chain, and it had a section called Paranormal Teen Romance. And I'm like, that's a, that's a category, but, I mean, it is. What is it about writing for the younger audience that kind of appealed to you? Um, I think I've never really grown up. I think, uh, you know, to write for kids, you kind of have to be a kid yourself, and uh, especially to write for teens. I remember, uh, you know, good or bad, what it was like to be 14 really, really well, the clarity of my memories and the feelings of, you know, being a freshman in high school. You know, it's probably something I'm never going to escape, sadly. But, you know, it, it works really well if you're going to write for that age group because, you know, we forget how sensitive they are and how dramatic and how everything feels like life or death. Um, uh, not just vampires, just their normal life. And when you add the vampires on top of that, um, you know, it kind of heightens the metaphor of what they're going through. So, yeah, I like writing about kids and teens because uh, it's all a possibility. You know, their, their world, their life is right ahead of them, and there's this endless, you know, kind of optimism and, kind of excitement about the world. They're not jaded. They're not disappointed yet. You know, that comes later. You know, when you're 14, you're kind of uh, a little bit depressed, but you're also just excited. Everything is new, you know. No doubt. And let's let's talk about you, because you weren't a baby when you came to this country. You were already, what, like a 12-year-old. What was that like for you with the sort of uh, culture shock? Yeah, it was it was hard. Um, it was it was very interesting, and it's something I'm never going to forget. But I think it's because uh, I came to this country as an immigrant. You know, I was very fascinated by the history of America because it's not something I grew up with. I had to learn about it, and you know, I learned about it at a later age. Um, I learned American history in high school, 
Uh, you know, I think if you ask my parents who the first uh, president of America was, I remember mom said, Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> you know, so <laughs> we didn't know uh, the history of this country. And so learning about it as a student, I was just fascinated by it. And I read this article about how um, a lot of prominent and rich and famous Americans can still trace their ancestry to the Mayflower. Uh, and it's not just, you know, the Bush family or the Roosevelt's. It's uh, a lot of celebrities also, uh, including Oprah, which I just found so fascinating that even Oprah can trace her ancestry to Mayflower. And so I thought, what if the reason all these people are so prominent is because they're vampires? <laughs> so that's where Blue Bloods was born. Wow. And, I, you know, I think about the New York that you saw, you know, from nightclubs to big money to the streets and then, of course, the posh. Uh, settings in the Hamptons. Is that what you kind of like try to encapture with these books? Absolutely. You know, I was a reporter um, for a lot of uh, major magazines, and my beat was the fashion and high society uh, section of New York. And so it was just fascinating to, you know, kind of see that world. Uh, and it, it was a strange, definitely a strange world, not the world that. I grew up in, or a lot of people would know, and one of the things that struck me about it was there were these, you know, teenagers who were 15, 16, and they were a part of this world, and I won't name names, but they were so jaded and so sophisticated and old at such a young age, and I also thought, what if they're vampires? <laughs> and so that's where that <laughs> came from as well. <laughs> Now, I don't think anybody outside of maybe George Lucas says this is going to be a long series here. Did you think the first one was kind of a one-off, or did you keep it open-ended, thinking we're going to keep making books here? Um, you know, I definitely thought about it as a series, um, and I had really high hopes for it, but you never know uh, you know, how anybody's going to react, if readers are going to like it. And I remember my editor, when she bought the first book, said, Here's to 19 more. And I said, oh, my goodness, that would be wonderful. But, you know, they bought them two by two, so you never knew when they would pull the rug out of, out of from under you. <laughs> well, then yeah. what about when, Di not... when uh, Hyperion, basically Disney, signs up with you? It's, it can't really get bigger than that. Yeah, no, it was nice. It was uh, definitely very nice to have the confidence uh, of Disney uh, behind the series and it was something that, uh, you know, kind of grew organically together. And they've been my publisher now for almost 20 years. So it's been a really nice home. Last question for you. I'm sure when you said, hey, I got an idea for vampires and teenagers, they probably said, ah, get in line. You really had to prove yourself. What was the one thing you think that separated you from the rest? Uh, my vampires are uh, different uh, from other the kind of traditional vampires. They can't be killed by a stick to the heart. They don't, you know, burn in the sun. I wanted to reimagine and rework the vampire mythology. So in my books, vampires are fallen angels, uh, and they're actually trying to do good in the world. And there's uh, other evil vampires who they're fighting against. So I think that kind of set it a little bit apart. And also, you know, definitely the background of New York. It's kind of a fun place to set vampires in. No doubt. These books are hugely popular, and we have the latest one in the Blue Bloods novel series. It's called Afterlife. How many worlds will she have to save from Hyperion Publishing? As I just mentioned, it is our guest, the best-selling author, Melissa De La Cruz. Melissa, thanks for coming on the show, and congratulations on the new book. 
Thanks so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Okay, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back on the other side and talk a little sharks. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise does doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. Text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124-800-209-6124-800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. You're crazy, man. You're crazy. I like you, but you're crazy. Dryer, 
saw Rick Tittle at the laundromat last night, and I was hella checking him out. I just kept staring at him, and he played like I wasn't even there. I be like that then. <laughs> All right, I know your dude's talking about, girl. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome back to the show Paul DeGelder as part of uh, Shark Week on the Discovery Channel. And uh, tonight, his show, Raging Bulls, is going to be on at 11 uh, p.m. And uh, Shark Week, it's the uh, 34th year. It kicked off Sunday. You had The Rock as the master of ceremonies. They're bringing in a lot of different things this year, Impractical Jokers, the Sal Volcanos of the world, the cast of Jackass. They're really uh, making it exciting, as they always do. First of all, Paul, welcome back to the show. Dick Gelder, that's about as Dutch as it comes, right? It is, Rick. Yeah, it sure is. All right, your show, Raging Bulls, we're talking about bull sharks, aren't we? We are. We're talking about bull sharks in and around the canals of the Gold Coast, Queensland in Australia. Now, for is that near the uh, the reefs out there? It's close. It's the same state, but mm-hmm. it's a bit of a journey out to the Great Barrier Reef. So, you know, we always hear about the Great White and some of the others. What about uh, one of Australia's big three there? Yeah, the bull shark, which I have intimate knowledge of, uh, being as one decided to eat me one morning back in 2009. <laughs> um, so, you know, a bit of... Uh, hesitance occasionally when I'm dealing with bull sharks because they, they can be a little bit sneaky. They can be aggressive and, you know, losing a, a leg and a hand to one doesn't really set it instead with me. Now, we, we talked about this last time, but it, it's been a while. I know that you've written, you know, about this. I know you're a motivational speaker as well. You would think the last place you would want to go is back under the water and go face-to-face with these guys again. Why is it for you? It's like that didn't deter you. I have never been claimed. I've never claimed to be too intelligent, mate. But <laughs> I also don't let uh, I don't let the things that I'm afraid of stop me from doing the things that I love. You know, that's something that I've always lived by, and that that got me through some of the tough times in the the Army Airborne and then the Navy Clearance dive. Because uh, you know, you, you're getting into some very hairy situations and, and danger dangerous scenarios, jumping out of planes and then dealing with bombs and mines underwater and all manner of diving techniques. So you really just have to rely on your training and trust that that's going to work out for you and and you're going to be okay as long as you stick to that. And dealing with sharks is no different. Uh, Fortunately, I've had the opportunity to work with some of the best in the business, amazing shark scientists and cinematographers and shark wranglers um, while I've been working with Shark Week. And so I just listen to what they say. I implement the things that they tell me, and so far it's worked out pretty good. I've done over 20 shows now and done some extremely insane things. I occasionally feel like Discovery Channel's trying to kill me, uh, but I'm still here and spinning. <laughs> Speaking with uh, Paul DeGeller from Shark Week, and uh, yeah, for people who don't know, you were basically, as we would say, a Navy SEAL over here for the Aussies, and w- when you were attacked, was it did you make a mistake or was it just something that was random and you couldn't have done anything about it? Yeah, totally just wrong place, wrong time. Um, there hadn't been a shark attack in Sydney Harbour in about 60 years, I think. Hmm. And so where we were working was a place where 
we'd worked for decades. And so it was just a seriously random event. Uh, there hasn't been a shark attack in Sydney Harbour since then. So, you know, as much as it was a pretty bad day at work, uh, that really did catapult me into this new amazing life that I have. So uh, as much as I'd love to have my limbs back, I wouldn't change it now because I don't know who that guy would be, but I know who I am today and uh, my life is incredible. I'm happy. I get to travel the world, have adventures. And so uh, as, as much as it was bad, you know, a lot of good can come out of these terrible situations. You know, I had a, um, my, my mom's uncle fought in World War II with Anzac troops in Italy, and he talked about how tough they were. And, you know, you look at the percentage of Australia, they're less than a 1% of the world's population, but it seems like they win 25% of all the Olympic medals. Why are you guys such a sporty lot, is what I'm trying to ask. Um, well, look, we're a coastal people as well, because you can't really exist in the middle of the country. And so I think you'll find when you move to um, the coastal regions of the country, uh, and you're an outdoorsy sort of people, uh, you become fit and you, you want to do things that are active and sporty. And um, yeah, as you said, the Anzacs, uh, the Australian soldiers, were uh, you know, nicknamed diggers because they could dig the trenches incredibly well. Uh, I don't know. We're just an outdoor, adventure-loving people. So when did it, uh, for you, um, you know, when you think about, you know, I was just talking about Shark Week, that they're bringing in all these different people. For you, you think, what can I do next? Uh, is it all out of your head, or did the production company come to you and say, hey, Paul, why don't you try this? <laughs> Much of the time, that is true. Uh, the last show that I did uh, this year, uh, I actually got a call at about 7 o'clock in the morning, and the producer said, Paul, are you a man of adventure? And I said, <laughs> you know I am. And he said, all right, pack your bags. You've got three hours to get to the airport. You're going to Brazil. Mm. And so <laughs> that's pretty much how it happens these days. I, I do get to implement my own ideas through the shows, and I do pitch some ideas as well, and there's plenty more for us to do. All right. Why do you think... Well, why do you think? Maybe you have empirical evidence that the bull sharks are getting more and more aggressive. Oh, I don't think they are. I don't think there's any science to back that up. They're just sharks doing sharky. They're just ocean, do- living their lives, eating food. And <laughs> you know, I, I think we've fished the oceans out of a lot of fish. And so maybe they're coming to investigate humans a little more frequently because they're looking for food that's not there. So in a way, they're just these perfect killing machines. They're always in motion, and you respect that, don't you? Well, I, I really do. I wouldn't say perfect killing machines. If, uh, if that was true, then I'm a perfect sushi killing machine. <laughs> uh, vegan sushi, that is. But, uh, yeah, they're just sharks living their life. They've got to eat, too, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, you don't, I don't think you've ever gone out and killed the uh, spicy tuna, right? Uh, no, I, you know what? I know what it's like to be eaten. It sucks. It hurts a lot. And so I just chose a few years ago not to inflict that on another animal. Uh, you know, so I stick to the vegan stuff now. And then, you know, I think it's funny, like you're, you know, as I said, an, an elite special forces member, which already puts you in the category of like stud. And then you get eaten by a shark and you're like, yeah, big deal. And then you go up to a new, I don't know what level of stallion you're at now. Can it, can it get higher for, for, for like the tough guy category? Well, look, technically not special forces. We come under the Department of Navy. Um, but, yeah, I'm always looking to upgrade. Uh, I did a show uh, a couple of years ago called Shark Wrecked 2 
where I got to complete my A and B skydiving license and then parachute directly into the ocean for two days and two nights with no food or water surrounded by sharks. And so I'm, I'm trying to work out where do I go from there. <laughs> well, how long <laughs> did it, high bar. how long did it take you to learn how to swim with the, uh, you know, all your new attachments and everything? Uh, yeah, that did take a while and it takes some, some thinking outside the box as well, because you know, I've got this prosthetic leg, and so first I, I roll on a silicon liner, and that has a, a, some ribs on it, and then I put the leg socket on, and the ribs keep an air suction. But when you're dealing with water, you know, that can get inside, and so you know, I started with electrical taping it sealed shut so the water wouldn't get in, and you, know, you just got to keep upgrading and trying to make it better and better. So uh, every, every time I'm getting in the water, I'm trying to improve it. Well, the other thing, too, is I've seen videos of you. The, the sharks come up to you, and you have, like, a glove on your hand, and you grab them by the nose, and you're like, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Did you invent yeah, that a, move? <laughs> no, I learned that from smarter people than me. Uh, I would have, you know, initially swum away as fast as I could, like Daffy Duck running on the <laughs> on the water's surface. Uh, but like I said, you've got to trust in the training that smarter people than you give you. Um, and I, I've been fortunate enough to, through the years, teach some really incredible people that maneuver. You know, Will Smith, Mike Tyson, Ronda Rousey. And so with sharks, you just got to show them that you're a big, bad predator as well, but you're not there to hurt them. You treat them with respect, and they'll treat you with the same. And you called uh, Will Smith, and you said, do that on sharks, not Chris Rock, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he did call me a superhero, though, so I'll take that. Oh, well, I don't think he's too far off. Remember, tonight at 11 o'clock, late night, on the Discovery Channel, Raging Bulls is part of uh, Shark Week. Our guest, Paul DeGelder, uh, DeGelder with uh, Johan Gustafsson, and uh, they're going to be checking out those uh, bull sharks down there. Hey, Paul, always good having you on, man. Keep up the good work. My pleasure, Rick. Cheers, mate. All right, cheers. And uh, it is true, though. It's funny, those uh, Anzac troops. Anzac just means Australia and New Zealand. And, you know, uh, the British Empire, they called on all their colonies. I mean, you're talking India, Pakistan. Look at the Gurkhas. I went to the Royal Gurkha Museum, which was in Winchester. That was great. That had the Royal Hants. It had the Dragoons. It had some great military museums there. But they just called everybody and they said, yeah, we're on this war with uh, Germany over here in World War One, World War Two. Uh, you guys fight. <laughs> At least in World War II, Australia would be, you know, could see Japan right there in front of their face. They're like, yeah, we got to do something. But you just think about it. You're a farm boy, you know, for the last 10 generations. No one has even left the farm. And all of a sudden you hear this romantic thing of you get to be in the army and fight in a war. Like, woohoo. Anyway, the Australians, they're, I don't know, they're a tougher breed overall. Not all of them. Definitely Paul DeGelder. We'll come back and we'll stay on the water. We'll stay above the water with Karen Lyle. This is
is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk reporting from the British Virgin Islands on a catamaran. And I am sitting here with Bill Dinger from Pennsylvania, and this is his first time to the British Virgin Island. Hi, Bill. How are you doing? I'm very well, Karen. I'm really happy to be here. Tell me a little bit about your boating experience before you came here to the BVI. I grew up in central Pennsylvania, so I didn't really have access to water or boats when I was a kid, but when I was in my late 20s, I was transferred to San Francisco. And uh, I met Caxton Rhodes, who is also on this sailing trip, and I'd I'd met him the previous summer running with the Bulls in Pamplona and just happened to get transferred to San Francisco. And he had a sailing boat, and so long story short, I was able to sail with him many, many, many times on the San Francisco Bay. And you also have power boats in Minnesota. Absolutely. We do. We have a pontoon boat and we have a speed boat and we have uh, two sea dews. We also have uh, a fishing boat, but um, none of us are really uh, fishermen, so it, it pretty much sits there <laughs> all summer long. Now, this is your first time actually living on a catamaran. So what is the experience like for you here in the British Virgin Islands? Um, for me, it, it took a little getting used to because I'm a big person, and uh, it's you know cramped quarters. You have to duck your head, and you know the, the 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 mental construct of being on a boat is something that for for me at least you had to get used to. But uh, we're on day seven or eight now, I believe, and I feel totally at home. I I really love it, and actually my my favorite part is the sailing. And what is it you like about the sailing? It's just so uh, wonderful to be on the boat with the wind and, you know, uh, watching uh, really the expertise, the craftsmanship of sailing the boat. It's all very fascinating to me. And what would you say was your most exciting moment on the boat? Well, a couple days ago we sailed through, a, 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 for me at least, what felt like a pretty big storm with uh, high seas and high winds, and uh, it was, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, that, that was my favorite part. And tell me about cooking in the galley. We have a bunch of good cooks. We've had great meals, you know, interspiced with going to shore and, and having uh, restaurant meals, and it's, it's been a real good mix, really. Uh, we, we certainly haven't suffered as far as uh, the eating department goes. Are you going to come back? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think I'd like to sail in other parts of the world. Well, thank you so much, Bill, for coming and visiting us on the show. Thank you, Karen. It's been a pleasure. All right, uh, we always play that music, a little crisscross applesauce right there at 9.40 on Tuesdays, California time. That's because uh, our friend Karen Lyle from salesportstalk.com joins us. And uh, Karen, uh, last two weeks, called in from the British Virgin Islands, and uh, today is the same. She's still out there on that catamaran. She's sailing from Long Bay on East Yost Van Dyke to Great Harbor Yost Van Dyke right now. Karen, welcome back. I understand you went through a little bit of a, a thunder and lightning storm, huh? Well, it was pretty exciting. We had a tropical wave, and we needed to sail about um, a probably four-hour stretch. And so 
the rain was coming down pretty pretty strong. In fact, um, it was so strong that if I had windshield wipers on my glasses, I would not have had the water cleared off. Mm. So, just wow. having to look through a river of water. And, but the wind, but the, 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 the water is fairly warm. I mean, it's, it's about 80 degrees here. So, when, when it's raining like that, it's not, it's not, um, it's not like in the Bay, you know, where you'd be uh, just freezing to death. Um, you know, you can, I didn't even have a coat on, but I was at the helm and we had maybe four to six foot seas and the thunder and lightning was actually the really exciting part. And I know that it's dangerous. I've never been hit by lightning. I had my boat hit by lightning and I, I hope not to have that experience, but there was a lightning strike that went from the clouds above right into the water about 30, feet, 30 yards um, to the, to the, on the port side of our boat. And uh, that, was, that was pretty dramatic. You know, the lightning and thunder were just right on top of each other. So we sailed. And, and the other problem here with this storm is that you've got a lack of visibility. So, you know, maybe an hour ago, it was just clear skies, blue, everything was wonderful. And now... You know, the, the rain is pelting down and you can't see more than, you know, maybe about four or five boat lengths ahead. So you have to rely upon your, your chart and, uh, and also have lookout to see if there's a, you know, boat that's just going to come out of the rain right, right, right close to you. I always wonder this, Karen, and maybe you don't know the answer, but when lightning strikes in the ocean, I'm sure it lit up like, you know, noon. It was very, very bright, but... Do a lot of dead fish pop up? Don't they get electrocuted in that general area? Yeah, that that's a that's actually a really good question. I I don't know the answer to that. I, mean, I didn't see any fish come to the surface when we were sailing, but frankly, the visibility was not sufficient to be able to know. I would think that if you were diving in that area, and you would have to be diving because the water is probably about 50 feet deep about in the channel where we were, we were, which is certainly not terribly deep. I mean, I've sailed in waters that were 10,000 plus. But still, it's, um, you know, the, the deeper channel waters, it's, you can't see down as far. And so um, it, would be, it, would hard, it would be hard to say. Because you couldn't, how would you pinpoint the exact place that that happened? Because you're moving, you know, about. So when you're in the middle of a, I don't know if you want to call it a squall, whatever, but you're in the middle of thunder, lightning, the, the rain's going over, are people screaming, shouting instructions to each other, or are you just sitting there with a big smile on your face, taking it all in? Well, um, you know, we bring people in off the bow, you know, because this is a catamaran and has like the little trampoline out in front between the two. Um, the two um, bows of the boat, and you know, bring people in, you know, so that they're they're inside the cabin during the, the thunder and lightning. And so I was the only one out at the helm, and the helm is elevated, so you can see, you know, across the top of the boat. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> uh, just that you know, was it mayhem or were you calm? No, I think. I think all of us were really enjoying it. Um, it, you know, it wasn't, it was, it, I, what I really felt was a challenge. You know, it was like the nature was offering me this challenge. You know, I, in that, that Forrest Gump movie when, um, when the veteran who had lost his legs is out there sailing and he's on the top of the mast and he's got all you got. 
you know, I had that kind of feeling, but I didn't say it because I really don't want to dare nature because I know that there's a lot more. And, you know, if that lightning had struck us, that would have been an entirely different experience. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing is, too, um, when you're out there like you, you have been for so long, um, does it start to get monotonous or is every day just fantastic? Well, you don't know what to expect. Um, you know, there's, there, I, I would say there's a variety. Um, so I've been, what, 18 days on the boat out here so far. And it is even coming because we had two groups of people at 10 days we changed our guests. And so even though we went to some of the same places, there were entirely different things that we saw at each place. And a lot of that just depends upon who's in town. I mean, who's in town under the water as well as um, as, as the, the boats that are surrounding us. So, for example, um, we go to a place at the National Park called Monkey Point that is a really good snorkeling and diving spot. It's just this beautiful little island, a uh, little um, cove that you can, there's maybe five mooring balls there. And every time I've been there, it's been entirely different as to what, what was happening. And there was one time when there were like, you know, 50 pelicans diving, you know, in, into the water, and there were these big uh, tarpons, which are usually three to, feet, three to four feet long, coming up and feeding, and there was like a feeding frenzy, and just thousands of fish in there. And there's other times where it's just been, you know, mostly just a few fish, not too dramatic, and um, just a nice swim and a, a nice snorkel. So it can it can change a lot based upon what's happening both in nature and, and what what people are are, um, you know, on their boats and nearby. Speaking with Karen Lyle, by the way, in the British Virgin Islands, tell us about these uh, Van Dyke ports we're talking about. Well, so Yost Van Dyke is um, an island that is in just off of the Sir Francis Strait Channel. And by the way, this area was a famous uh, hideout for um, pirates in, in the Sir Francis Strait. Channel and, and several of these islands. There's an island called Salt Island and an island called Beef Island. And the, the tale among the islanders is when the pirates came in, they stopped by Salt Island to pick up a little salt and then by Beef Island to, to you know, get some cattle and, and so forth. But there's Van Dyke is, um, I think there's maybe 250 residents on the island. So it's when we were in the, the, the long, long harbor there, there were maybe two or three boats. Um, and there's a little restaurant there that's part of Foxy's Taboo um, in, in that, that harbor. And you have to go in and make a reservation. Now, the reservation is not so that you can be sure and have a place. It's to be sure that they can bring in food for you and that they have enough food to, to be able to serve you there. Um, and there's a little track that you can take, which is um, a little hike over some rocks and mountainous area, and then you come out to this little intersection where the rocks, um, the ocean waves are hitting the rocks from the other side, and so the, the waves splash onto the rocks and come into this little bubbly pool. And mm-hmm. um, it's a little um, you know, area that's maybe um, about the size of our boat, actually. This is a 36-foot boat, um, and the water's maybe about three or four feet deep. There at this time of year, and um, and and so the water rushes over the rocks. It breaks on the waves, and then it comes in 
and it kind of creates a whirlpool effect. And um, you can sit, you can take, you know, you can just go sit in there and just feel the little bubbles and everything come up around you. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can, you know, I take my snorkel and I look at the fish. And in this particular place, because there's no outside water source except for the water coming over, there's a whole ecosystem of little tiny fish. I and mean, we're talking fish that are like one quarter of an inch long to maybe one inch, maybe one and a half inches. And these are the same fish that you see in other parts where they might be, you know, a foot long or, or um, you know, six inches long. And, um, but they're, they're miniature because they're just in this tiny little pool and that's the only place that they've ever lived and given birth to new eggs and so forth. So it's, it's really fascinating to see this little miniature aquarium there. What is, would you say right now, the, the one thing that you still need to do before you turn around and come back home? <laughs> the one thing I need to do before I come around. Oh, goodness. Um, well, I'm going to probably go check out uh, Foxy's on Great Harbor tonight, which is a, um, a restaurant that's owned by Foxy. Foxy is a very famous singer. He's probably one of the most known of, if people think of the BBI, they might know Foxy. Um, he's reggae and other... Um, and he owns this restaurant, and I think his son owns the, the one over in, in Long Harbor. And um, usually they'll have a DJ or a live band, and so this is a, a, an opportunity to just have some good food and dance. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's fun because a lot of people from the island or Chitol and other places come over here, so it's a mix of people who are visiting on their boats and people who are island people. And, um, you know residents in the, in the islands. It's, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy that. What is your, I mean, if you think about it, what have you learned, even though you're already an accomplished sailor? You never know enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, certainly one of the things I was thinking about is that I don't know enough when I was in Thunder and Lightning Storm. I don't know enough about people who have had um, and right. so, and these people who've had who've been in Thunder and Lightning Storm, you know, in the cruise around the world, they certainly, um, you know, uh, Robin Knox Johnson, who you know, you and I know well. Sir Robin Knox, he's a knight of the realm. Yes, yes, Sir Robin Knox Johnson mm-hmm. um, has been in several Thunder and Lightning Storms. But I guess, you know, it's hard to know exactly what you would do in a in an adversity that you haven't experienced before, like what happens if your you know, your, your boat is struck and, mm. and how you would handle that. And you read about it, but to experience it is an entirely different thing. There she is, Karen Lyle. You can follow her adventures at salesporttalk.com. Um, and are we getting another update next week? Well, I'll be coming back um, probably on the 30th, and so... I might be in the studio. I think we'll have some guests. And um, the BVI chapter is closed until next year. All right. Well, I'm going to be out of town. I think, Dominic, are you doing it next week? I think you'll be in here with the great DJ, Dominic Jimenez himself. Okay. That sounds Oh, well. no. Where I hate going? him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Karen, we'll talk to you soon. Be safe. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. I remember one time I was filling in for 
uh, Greg Papa and his show and Gary St. Jean and Donald Foyle came in and Gary St. Jean was like, ha, ha, ha. He saw me. I was like, ah, damn. <laughs> it was just palpable. He's like, Greg's not here. It's Rick. I, I tell that story to my friend Guru. He thinks it's the funny thing ever because Gary St. Jean's like, ha, 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 turns his head. Uh. <laughs> Good poker face. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Pilot. met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-391-8713. That's 800-391-8713. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the U.S. USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. 
That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the uh, show. By the way, as a uh, giveaway, I have here from Upper Deck. First of all, it doesn't get any better than Upper Deck when it comes to sports collectible cards. It just doesn't. But I have here the box set Seattle Kraken inaugural 2021-22 season. It is a 35-card commemorative box set, and every box includes 30 base player and season highlight cards and five parallel cards uh, as well. Now, of course, the Seattle Kraken is an NHL expansion team and, um, uh, you know, great nickname, great colors, great logo. And once again, when it gets to um, cards, it just doesn't get any better than upper deck. So the Seattle Kraken 35-card commemorative box set for their inaugural season, you want to check it out. You want to check it out, y'all. I always tell this story, and it kills me, but my great-grandfather had cigar cards, the little Honus Wagner ones, and in 1975, my brother sold them for 200 bucks, the whole box, and he bought a 10-speed. Yeah. And they were, I'm not saying Honus Wagner was in there, but I wouldn't have been surprised. There were about 20 of them. They were really little rectangles. They came in in cigars. They were from the 1920s. Yeah. And you think 1975, 200 bucks. Oh, my gosh. I'm rich for a kid who was 12 or whatever he was. Now, I guess he was 14. But still, that one hurts. All right. I'm ret- <laughs> we got two more hours to go. I'll try not to think about it. Right here on Sports Byland. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Former women's U.S. soccer player Hope Solo pled guilty to DWI on Monday and received a suspended sentence and a fine after she was arrested in North Carolina earlier this year. 40-year-old Solo was found at a shopping center parking lot, passed out behind the wheel of a vehicle with her two-year-old twins inside. Solo received a suspended sentence of 24 months and an active sentence of 30 days that was credited to time served in a rehab facility. 
The Oak Fire near California's Yosemite National Park in the center of the state forced thousands more people to evacuate on Monday. Emmanuel Chavez is with Cal Fire. The challenges out there are terrain, uh, like you mentioned, but also weather, the wind and uh, the dryness of the vegetation. The Oak Fire in Mariposa County, where a state of emergency has been declared, is now California's biggest fire this season. USA Radio News. Guys, what's the first thing you notice when you look at a photo of yourself? If you said your receding hairline or bald spot, Keeps can help you change that. Keeps has clinically proven, FDA-approved hair treatments available online. Whether you're looking to prevent hair loss, stimulate hair growth, or take care of the hair you have, your Keeps physician will help you select the right products and develop a personalized hair-saving routine that works for you. It's easy. No waiting rooms or pharmacy visits. Keeps is delivered straight to your door at about half the cost. Half the cost. And if you have questions, you can message your Keeps doctor 24-7. If those balding jokes are wearing thin, join thousands of guys who have saved their hair. Visit Keeps.com slash Doug Steffen for 50% off your first order. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Doug Steffen. Keeps.com slash Doug Steffen. Roscosmos has announced Russia will leave the International Space Station at the end of 2024 and start construction on its own orbital base. Russian astronauts were parading a flag on the space station recently from invaded Ukrainian lands, breaking the silent oath of no politics on the space station. A Dallas police officer engaged with and disabled a female shooter who allegedly opened fire near a ticket counter at Love Field Airport on Monday. Dallas Police Chief Eddie Garcia explains what happened. At some point, simultaneously, one of our officers is in the area she produces a handgun and begins firing. At this point, we don't know where exactly the individual was aiming. For the most that we're seeing now, she was aiming uh, at the ceiling. Simultaneously as she's doing that, our officer engages the suspect, strikes her in the lower extremities. She's taken into custody and is currently at Parkland Hospital. USA Radio News. Right now, people are home with their pets more often, and I think now, especially with the shedding, they're more cognizant of what's going on and that it's an actual issue, and Dynavite has helped tremendously in our house with that. I just heard the Dynavite commercial so many times, I said, you know what, I'll, I'll give it a shot, and I ordered it and tried it, and it worked. The Dynavite, the being at home, working with them, they all love it. Me and Chewy are together 24-7. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. A meteor that lit up the sky over Louisiana, Oklahoma, and Texas set off a sonic boom Sunday night in Texas. People in the towns between Austin and Houston reported hearing what sounded like a loud explosion. Security cameras in Austin, Dallas, Texas, and San Antonio recorded the fireball racing across the sky. With some colleges in America outrageously priced, we can't forget going to college is great nourishment for the mind. But how about getting paid to go to school? A new Catholic college trade school in Ohio opening next year is going to be doing just that. Jacob Ebaum from the College of St. Joseph the Worker on Fox News. What are a, what's a good alternative? And so our minds went to the skilled trades, not only because Jesus Christ uh, came down and served most years of his life at a carpenter's bench. And so there's something actually quite fitting about a Catholic school uh, recognizing the humanity in the trades 
but also the fact that these are financially robust careers and the fact that someone gets paid to train in them. So we began to set a model together to see if we could ensure that a student would graduate financially net positive instead of up to their eyeballs in debt. For more information, visit us online at usaradio.com. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. we got another two hours. Actress Irma Lake on the other side of this break. Jade Catapretta in less than 20 minutes. Very hilarious. She's from Brazil. Um, she's been on the show before. I remember her on The Soup. The Soup, y'all. Uh, tonight I'm going to go check out at the uh, Giants Ballpark, whatever they're calling it now, Oracle, I think. I'm going to be seeing Real Madrid versus Club America. Club America is the team in Mexico City. And um, I saw Club America there many years ago, and it was a lot of uh, fights and people pouring drinks on each other and laughing and hooliganism, which wasn't great. <clears throat> but uh, <laughs> I also um, I remember when I worked at the World Cup, uh, Francois Oman Biek, who scored the goal against Argentina at the San Siro in the opening game of the 90 World Cup. Cameroon shocked the world, beat the champs. Argentina, Pompidou, the goalie for Argentina, broke his leg. Sergio Goicochea had to take over the rest of the tournament. But anyway, I remember uh, Oman Biek, I got to meet him. The Cameroon FA was mad at their players. And uh, so I thought Oman Biek was cool. And he played for Club America, so I thought, maybe that's my team. America, they're in Mexico City. They're not in some podunk town. It's the real deal. They're the Yankees of, uh, you know, I went to that game. I bought a Club America shirt, and then I was disgusted by the Club America fans. Yeah, that happens. Anyway, I'll never forget um, that a lot of people in my media department at the World Cup had to go to Soccer World on Holly Street in San Carlos. They printed up Cameroon jerseys. 
the night before their opening game against Brazil. And if you watch that game, the numbers started peeling off the Cameroon jerseys in the second half. That's because they had just been screened the night before. Oh, inside baseball. Well, inside soccer anyway. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. The Twitter is at Rick Tittle. And when we come back, we'll be joined by Irma Lake. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey! 
All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's a pleasure to welcome to the show uh, actress Irma Lake, and uh, she's here to talk about her new movie called The Moderator. And uh, Irma, I got to like the uh, cover. You're sitting there. You got like the cocktail dress. You got the legs, and you're holding two Berettas. You kind of look like a badass, don't you? Hello, Rick. Uh, thank you for having me. Yes, I'm a bad, badass woman <laughs> uh, who is uh, really tied to see violence against women all around. You know, just yesterday it was the news that uh, actually U.S. Marine killed uh, his Moroccan wife. And uh, unfortunately, these events are happening everywhere. So moderator is kind of a vigilante who wants to kill bad guys. So she needs to be a badass, too. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Tell us a little bit, if you can, Rostov on Don. You know, this is uh, where you grew up in, uh, in in southern Russia. You know, it's kind of got that Cossack lore to it. It always seems like it's a very kind of uh, dramatic place. You know, the theater of Maxim Gorky. And uh, it's a fascinating place, isn't it? Uh, yes, but it's very easy to subscribe it as uh, Russian Chicago. You know, mm-hmm. my city is famous for this uh, criminal gangs, and uh, it really happened there in nineties. I mean, it was really criminal and dangerous place. How was it for you when you made it all the way from there to to Los Angeles? Was that a long road for you, or was it just kind of just a quick dive? Uh, it was a long road. It was uh, around 10 years ago when I started to travel and I step-by-step step started to, to build up my life abroad. And uh, it was quite a journey. And uh, L.A. was always a dream for me, you know? Like, you're so, like, it's so sunny here. You have mountains, you have surfing, you have so many beautiful things. I'm really happy to be here. Und ich glaube, ich spreche Deutsch ein bisschen auch, ja? Na ja, natürlich. Ich habe es ja nicht Deutsch. Where were you when you were in Germany? Uh, I lived in Berlin for a couple of years. Um, but it was uh, a bit difficult, you know. The mentality is very cold. That's the things uh, that I like from the U.S., that people are so open, uh, Chatty uh, in Germany, is, everything is very strict. But the, the funny thing that people would say that if police stop you, that's all. You like will end up in prison. Doesn't matter even if you just was talking uh, on your phone. But actually, they let me go once. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Yeah, well, smile is a universal. You know, it's universal currency. <laughs> no doubt. Let me ask you this too, because I had a friend from. Eastern Europe, when she moved to California, she said, oh, you, you guys are so fake. And I'm like, why? And she said, you always say, have a nice day when you don't really believe it. And I'm like, well, it's just a pleasantry. We don't, we're not going to follow you around all day and say, have a nice day. But I don't know. She didn't like have a nice day. What do you think about it when people say, hey, have a good one? I love this. And, you know, it's a stereotype that all the people mention, but uh, in Russia, that's true. We are very straight. We are very direct. 
but it doesn't make it easier, you know? Like, uh, when you wake up and you hear, have a nice day, your mood, it's a mood booster, you know? Like, you, you smile, and it's much better than to see faces that not welcoming you, you know, this kind of stuff. I love it. Uh, actually, in Germany, they have the same thing, you know? Like, it's funny. They even wish you, like, happy middle of the week, happy <laughs> end of the week. Like, it's crazy how many wishes they do. Fröhlich mit Wacke, ja. Naja. All right, so how to tell us a little bit more about this movie and about the fact that you're an assassin, is that right? Yes, and um, so at a certain point when she, when Mia Schmick, my character, she finds out that her friends were killed, she decided to take justice into her own hands and go and track the killers. And uh, she will track not only people who does something wrong in life, she also will track a lot of um, online trolls, you know. And uh, she just uh, decided to be vigilante, you know, like Dexter, like Kill Bill. She just wants to make things right in her opinion what is right. <laughs> and it was an amazing journey, you know. I was lucky to work with incredible actors like Gary Durdan, Robert Nepper from Prison Break, Michael Patrick Lane. And uh, they're incredible. I mean, Robert Nepper was his very experienced actor, and it was my first time in the movie set. And he gave me so many nice advices. For example, he would tell me, like, put your earphones and listen to the certain music to get into character. Mm. And it helped, you know, like I was like ma making this playlist and every time listening before I would go to the set. And Gary Verdun, he's just amazing. He's not only the great actor, he's also a great musician. And can you imagine between, between shots, we would go in the green room and he would take guitar and he would play music and sing. So wow. it was your pleasure. Very <laughs> nice. Now, this takes place in yeah. uh, the very exotic location. You're in Morocco, is that right? Yeah, and it's an incredible country. You would not believe how people are welcoming there. Like, in every even tiny village where we were shooting, people would always offer to you tea, dates. It's like sign of welcoming. And they're super smiley, and I know that Thanks to movies, we have this image of Arabs, like very terrorists, you know, very like uh, dangerous people. But it's not like that. I really enjoyed this journey in Morocco. And another trick which really brought me there is they have massages all uh, everywhere. <laughs> like you can go and have massage for like $4 an hour and it's just amazing. Wow. Now, I mentioned, your, I see a picture of you holding two Berettas, those 9 millimeter pistols. You had to look like you knew what you were doing, so did they put you through like some intensive handgun training, too? Yes, I was prepared uh, for two months. I had training in martial arts. It was jiu-jitsu, karate, among others, and uh, I loved it. You know, I, I, have, uh, I always do some fitness, some training, kickboxing, but this was very intense because we wanted to create this. Uh, I mean, I was doing myself all the work, and uh, it was crazy feelings to feel this 
real fight. You know, we had bruises after, like me and the, another character with who I was fighting. We had like huge bruises, mm. bruises because we wanted it to look real. Well, it's going to look really real. It's called The Moderator. It is available in select theaters, on demand, and digital on July 29th from Sabin Films and Paramount Pictures. Big distribution here. And we're speaking to the moderator herself, Irma Lake. And Irma, thanks for coming on. We'll look for you in The Moderator 2, right? <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank we will you. know if it's possible or not. <laughs> All right. Thanks for, thanks for coming on. Uh, Spasibo. Thank you, Rick. All right. Thank you very much. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and we will come on back with Jay Kata Preta. the news be prepared to pay more taxes then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years get ready the irs the largest collection agency in the world will be coming after you with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to hey they can freeze your bank account your passport even padlock your business oh good times look if the irs claims you owe them five thousand or more in back taxes and they're coming after you don't panic call my friends at get a tax lawyer first their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. 
Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies. I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. Thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the show. It is our pleasure to uh, welcome to the show once again, Jade Kata Preta. Uh, she has a brand new uh, comedy special coming out from Helium Studios. And uh, Jade, um, you know, the Helium clubs are some of the best in the United States. There's no doubt. Uh, how excited are you for this to to hit the uh, the airwaves? Oh, man, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Hi, good morning. Um, I am, uh, it's been a long time since I've kind of kept my material all to myself, like in a little corner. Um, and so now people get to see it and judge it. And then I have to write all new material, which right. not the most fun, but I'm really psyched. And, you know, it's a big chapter of my life and a new, and a new one, un, you know, unraveling. So it's cool to see. Isn't it weird how you go see a band and they don't want anything new? They want the hits. But if you're a comedian, if you do jokes you've already done, they're like, we heard that one. I know. Well, some of it, you know, like you've got the Jim Gaffigans with like the the Hot Pockets and stuff. People like request the joke. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, for me, I just feel gross. Like whenever I'm on stage and I know something like isn't working and I just jump to an old joke and I'm like, I'm disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gross. I need to write some new stuff. What's it like uh, when you're having a COVID. yeah? What's it like when you're having a set that's not going well, maybe, and you got to move your closer up? Does that give you a lot of anxiety, thinking how am I going to close this now? You know, I'm a little bit masochistic. I kind of enjoy the silence now because I have less <laughs> less on the line. I'm like, you guys got to stick it through until I see my light. And I can close it out strong. <laughs> but yeah, every once in a while, you you got to shift stuff around because you start sweating, um, you know, profusely, and you're like, oh got to do this. So during the, the pandemic, did you do the Zoom shows or the park shows or uh, rooftops? I did them all. Mm. Oh, I did them all. Yeah, I, I was really nervous for my first show back. It was in a parking lot, and I was really nervous, and then I got on stage, and I was like, oh, I'm in a parking lot, and that guy has a cooler. <laughs> like, <laughs> everything's going to be okay. <laughs> um, but I traveled a lot. I actually traveled with the hour all 2021 that's when i like i did like you know 30 weekends or something in a row Mm. um to get it on its feet and get it really like put together because i didn't really realize how hard it would be to like put it in a cohesive hour you know because i would do 15 minutes 20 minutes and in my hour on the road i would just kind of like mess around with the audience a lot so i was like oh those aren't jokes that i can sell um so yeah that took me a while and then now i'm back to just regular shows and i kind of miss the old weird (laughs) we're in somebody's backyard shows Right. Well, is it the kind of thing where, like, a lot of times I'll talk to comedians and they'll do an hour and they'll think, 
because you start off, you know, you're doing five minutes and now you're a headliner. So you get 20 that kill, then maybe you work into 45 that's strong. And do you kind of struggle with yeah. those last 15 minutes? No, you know, like my, my, well, I, my favorite part of it is the first like 20 minutes of like just messing around, like talking about the town, me- making fun of mm. people. Like I think a lot of comics, I don't know. I, I enjoy the ones that are better at audience work because mm-hmm. I come from an improv acting background. So I like shows that can only happen once. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's been hard for me to do TV sets because I do rely so much on like what's happening in the moment. Like that's kind of what gets me off about comedy. Like, Ooh, you never know what's going to happen. You know? So those really overwritten sets, I haven't gotten there yet. Well, to me, maybe in fifteen more years. <laughs> <laughs> I think crowd work, good crowd work, is an art. Like when I was in December, I was at Gotham in New York, and the the opener just asked every single audience. I mean, every single audience member what they did for a living, and I'm like, this isn't crowd work. I mean, you really got to be able to think on your toes. There's a big difference between just killing time and doing good crowd work, don't you think? Absolutely. Yeah. You look at somebody like. Um, uh, I'm like forgetting his name. Uh, Rick. Uh, oh my God, what's his last name? Anyway, he's opening for Chris Rock now, and he's been like, uh, for years just. Oh, Rick Ingram. Mm-hmm. He just for years been like he just would go up and just mess with the crowd, and you you pick up things that you kind of repeat, right? Like mm-hmm. you have your little like kind of go tos. Like if somebody's a doctor, you're gonna have a joke about that already. So you kind of collect like your audience work as you go. So now, by the way, we're speaking with. Uh Jade Catapreta, her Helium Studio special coming out uh, next month. Um, how long? Wh- wh- how old were you when you came from Brazil to the U.S.? How old were you? I was twelve. You were I was twelve. BSL. Okay, yeah, so, twelve. Didn't speak English. <laughs> yeah, so the whole thing. It's all Portuguese, huh? Yeah. So was your family well, I didn't stand up in Portuguese? It was weird. Yeah. Oh wow. Now, was your family were they? Were, what, what town were you from? Rio or Sao Paulo? Where were you from? I was from Sao Paulo, and my dad actually made holograms. He was one of the pioneers of holography. Wow. So, yeah, and so that's why we moved to the States. And at the time, it was like kind of an art form. Um, and if you say Tupac to him, he'll be like, that's a projection. <laughs> um, but <laughs> that's what brought us over um, to Virginia. And Virginia was such a, like, so many different shades of white, you yeah. know. Um, and so I think that's probably why I do stand-up now. So was your I family... I uh, Brazilian. Sorry. Sorry. No, I was just wondering, was your family more Sao Paulo, Corinthians, Palmeiras? Do you know? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, man, I don't know. I'm not into the, on soccer as much, but I want to say, no, I don't know. I don't remember at all. Mm-hmm. Those were well, the three. I think, you, I think you asked me a soccer question last time, too, and I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I should have studied up. No, it's all right. Do you, I just wanted to who your dad would for. But, like, Mac, you know who, uh, like, Kaka is, right? Kaka, yeah. I know yeah. some of the players, mostly yeah. the hot one. Well, that's the hot one, yeah. Yeah. Um, Isn't it funny that the hot one is named Kaka? Yeah, he's literally <laughs> named Poop. Just Poop. <laughs> All right, so when you, you know, it's it's funny. How long did you, because now there there's no accent whatsoever, and is that something you strive for, or is, um, like, you know, or is that something that you, you uh, just kind of came naturally? Man, I don't know. Like, I watch old videos. Like, I found an old video that we had sent my grandma when I was, like, still learning. And I was like, this is a microwave. <laughs> like, I definitely had an accent at some point. Um, and then it slowly just kind of faded away because, you know, I was mostly an actor for many, many years. And so you have dialect classes and you've got a little mirror. You're learning all the tongue tricks. Um, this is a microwave. <laughs> 
my ESL teacher was Russian, so I've been talking about how, like, I walked into fifth grade, like, democracy at recess? Who wants to try to beat me? You know, like, I just had this very weird Russian kind of accent at first. Uh-huh. Um, but you fall into and plus I talk a lot, so. Right. I still had an accent. It would be like, come on, bro. Well, when I think about, like, you know, um, the 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 cast of uh, Girl Code, and I've had so many comedians from from Girl Code uh, over the years. You know, the men, men and women, and I just go down the line with De Stefano and Aquilino and Letterman and Jamie Lee and all that. What, what was it like, kind of being yeah. part of that whole group? Wow, that's that's like a li- that feels like a lifetime ago. It's so crazy. They really did handpick. I think every single one of us is still working um, within the comedy industry, so it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Look at Nicole. Um, yeah, it was fun. I mean, we kind of shot separately, so the you know the only kind of camaraderie came from us just like hanging out on the outside and helping each other. And it was fun because we used to get to tour together, um, and so I miss that because you know it was like we were doing colleges and stuff, and colleges can be kind of crazy and like weird when you're by yourself. You're like performing at a McDonald's midday, <laughs> like in a cafeteria. You're like. Hey guys, college is tough, but um, so I miss that. I miss having like the camaraderie of all of us, like being young and hungry and on the road together. It what, was cool. What's a what's I want to say NACA, but that's not what's the thing where you perform for colleges and then you that's wait. NACA. NACA, okay, and you just kind of yeah, yeah, and you kind of wait, and they come around to your booth and they sign you yeah. up, right? Yeah, you have a booth, and, and you know I never did NACA because I've always been really dirty. They have a dirty one, but I just never attempted it. Um, oh. But yeah, you just do like you book like you know ten, twenty colleges, um, and it's great money and it's great experience. But you know, kids are so woke. Colleges are kind of uh, hard. I, now. Oh my gosh, I know no transgender jokes, yeah. no yeah, all that. So before we let yeah. you go, Hulu hotties, what's that all about? Hulu hotties, yeah, really excited. August sixteenth. My first show since um, The Soup, another hosting opportunity, was really cool. Hybrid dating show. It's a cooking competition, blind date, but then every 15 minutes we feed them super spicy stuff. So they're like thrown up and still kissing and stuff. It's uh, super highbrow <laughs> stuff. Um, I'm really excited for it. They let me go loose. It's my full humor, and I just can't wait for people to see it. Everyone's super hot, so it's great TV, and uh, <laughs> I can't wait for it to come out. So that's coming out. August 16th, my special drops August 28th. And then I also did a musical version of my special with a full band. What? And I'm dropping that September 1st. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And is that also raunchy? It's the same pretty much hour, but I did 10 songs, and then I kind of interweave them with a comedy, so it's, like, very fluid. Wow. And, yeah, the songs are raunchy and weird, and they're, really, you know, fully composed by, like, a professional. And the band was, like, awesome. And we did it here in L.A. We filmed it last year. Um, but I'm really ready to put it out because I'm like ready for the next, cha- you know what I mean? Like the yeah. new chapter. You got a lot, material of, a lot of stuff in the can, as they say. Yeah, I, I, um, I definitely burnt myself out doing it all. So it took me a little bit <laughs> to like get it out, you know, but I'm happy that it's coming out. There she is, the triple threat, Jade, Kata, Preta, Helium Studio Special coming out, as she mentioned, on August 28th. Look for Hulu Hotties. Oh, was that the 16th on Hulu, you said? Yeah, the 16th, yeah. All right, great. Hey, Jade, thanks for uh, coming on again, and next time you're in San Francisco, uh, come on the studio. We'd love to have you. Good, always. Thank you for having me. Sure. Have a great day. No problem. Yeah, you got to love the energy there from uh, Jade Kata Preta. If you want to know, it's a C-A-T-T-A hyphen P-R-E-T-A. But... Um, yeah, that Girl Code show, when you look through the other guys, I mean, I've had Andrew Schultz in here and Alice Wetterland. 
Jessamay Peluso. The the list goes on and on. Of uh, Jeff Die, he's been on a couple of times. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Get on back. We gonna keep the show going right here with open lines. Nose cold and soggy fries are the worst. So soggy. That's why we're serving up hot and crispy fries all day, every day, and all night until close. With natural cut potatoes, sea salted to perfection. Show me that potato skin. Wendy's hot and crispy aren't like other fries. We're your dream fry. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's hot and crispy fries. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. If yours aren't, bring them back and we'll replace them. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access, no cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. With our newest Unlimited plan, everyone's welcome. Introducing Welcome Unlimited from Verizon for just $30 a line per month for four lines with auto pay plus taxes and fees. Our best priced Unlimited plan ever. Did he say $30? Yep, $30 a line for the whole family. The network you want, the price you love. Switch to Verizon today. Paper-free billing required. Unlimited 5G nationwide 4G LTE. In times of congestion, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. All smartphone lines on the account must be on Welcome Unlimited and are eligible only for select promotions. Includes domestic talk, text, and data usage only. Data roaming at 2G speeds. Uh, what kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western.
Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. That hurts my feelings. Welcome back to the show. We have open lines. In fact, we'll check in with Mick Yardley in about a half hour. But other than that, we have open lines the rest of the way at 1-800-878-PLAY. You know, a lot of times after the fact, somebody will come out and say, remember that incident where this happened in sports or that happened in sports, and they'll give us a little more background on it and, you know, add another layer of texture, painting a new, you know, framing it in a different way and finding out the, you know, the, it's sort of like, um, I know this isn't a good comparison what I'm going to talk about, but when the United States, after the 94 World Cup, and they were going to France 98, they clinched a spot in Canada by beating Canada. And Steve Sampson, the former Santa Clara coach, who was now the USA coach, he put his arm around John Harks, the captain, and he's like, you're going back to the World Cup ah, in the locker room. And then he cut him. He cut our captain and arguably our best player guy who was playing for Sheffield Wednesday in the Premier League, had played at Wembley Stadium, and the rest of our guys were college scrubs, basically, and it was like, you, why would you cut our best player? And he's like, I just got to go with the team. I, I got to make the best decision. I got to... Never had a good answer. <clears throat> Never an answer. And John Harks was like, I have no idea what happened. And that sucks. Remember when Klinsman and Landon Donovan didn't get along, and who got hurt? America taking Mix Discarude instead. Great. But years later, we found out and Steve Sampson was on this show, and I asked him about it. It was because John Harks was having an affair with Eric Winaldo's wife. <laughs> Eric Winaldo, our top striker, and, and uh, so that's why he got cut. We found out later. He didn't want to say it out loud, allegedly. Well... It's not the same kind of thing, but it's the kind of thing where you look back and you go, I probably would have been better off not knowing that. And I bring up now for my listeners one of the most controversial moments in World Series history. It was the Subway Series, Game 2 of the 2000 World Series, when Mike Piazza of the Mets is at the dish and Roger Clemens is at the plate. And Mike Piazza, his bat shatters, and Roger Clemens picks up a piece of the broken bat and throws it at Mike Piazza, who's jogging down to first base. We got some new intel on this, because Clemens has never publicly discussed the incident. But Joe Torre did. He was on Sports New York's Like We Never Left show. And he claimed that Roger Clemens cried. Here's what Tory said. Mel Stottlemyre, who was not coaching with us because he was in the hospital with multiple myeloma, was able to come out of the hospital and watch from my office. George Steinbrenner was in there with him. After that half inning, Roger went into the office to see Mel, and Mel told me that he was crying on what he had just transpired. Pitchers who have that passion, it leaks out all over the place. Roger went in there, and he was devastated with the result of what had happened and was crying. Now, Mel Stoudemire, one of the few people beloved by both the Mets and the Yankees. But the fact of the matter is 
that, <laughs> you know, Roger Clemens felt terrible about it, right? But we don't, it, it's just the old there's no crying in baseball. It just doesn't look good. And I'm sure Clemens is like, thanks, Joe. And he's like, no, I was trying to talk about how passionate you were. I was trying to talk about how regretful you were. He goes, yeah, you can leave that out. But those two guys, <clears throat> Clemens and Piazza, had some history prior to that at bat. During the first half of the regular season, Clemens hit Piazza in the head with a fastball. And Piazza missed the All-Star game with a concussion. So uh, Piazza went on uh, WFN on Monday and made it clear that there was no bad blood between Clemens and himself. He said, not really. I saw, Michael, I saw him at Michael Jordan's golf tournament in the mid-2000s and just said hi. I guess life has a way of mellowing you out, so I have no resentment or bitter feelings towards him. Maybe in his mind, he never really wanted to talk about it. I'm a man, so if he came up to me and said he wanted to talk about it, I would. But if you spend too much time wondering what goes on in other people's minds, you just waste a lot of time. End quote. Well, the situation with both those players did not end then, <clears throat> because you might remember, two seasons later at Shea, it was the first time since the broken bat incident. And, of course, Clemens was forced to bat. And the Mets' starting pitcher threw it behind his head at his first at-bat, and both teams received warnings. Now I'll throw this to you, Dominic. Do you remember who the pitcher of the Mets was that threw behind Clemens' head? Any idea? No idea? Sean Estes. I know. It's like, Sean Estes was on the Mets? The hell is that? All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm heading to the Giants ballpark tonight for a soccer game. But there are still rumors that the Giants are trying to get Juan Soto, and why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? And the Giants do not have a war chest of prospects. Their two best ones are a left-handed pitcher named Kyle Harrison and a shortstop named Marco Luciano. And Harrison is a former third-round pick. He's got three different pitches. He's struck out nearly 14 batters a game at double A. So there's also an outfielder named Luis Matos, who's kind of scuffled this year. They do have Elio Ramos, who I just saw in Sacramento hitting 226. They have a first round pick, the catcher, Patrick Bailey. Um, and you say, well, what about guys that are relevant right now? Who's a young guy that anybody would even want? Well, Logan Webb would be one. They could say, hey, Joey Bart, second overall pick. If you think about the Giants, though, they are set to clear a lot of money off the books. Carlos Radon is going to walk. Evan Longoria's contract is over. Brandon Belt's contract is over. The Giants made a run at Vladimir Guerrero until Sabian said no. The Giants made a huge run at Giancarlo Stanton, and the Giants tried everything they could to get Bryce Harper. This is a very aggressive franchise. 
and they have made some good <clears throat> acquisitions in the past. They've tried, and Soto would be a fantastic fit, and Farhan Zaidi knows a thing or two about the front office. I think the greatest thing about Farhan Zaidi is he has been with the cheapest of the cheap. That's where he cut his teeth. Remember, he went to Billy Bean as a math guy at Cal and said, check out all my math, and Billy Bean hired him instantly, saying this guy's brilliant. He'll help us save money by looking at guys that can get on base, what have you. And then he went to L.A. where they threw money away. for They threw away $100 bills out the window of their limo if they were wrinkled. So now, if you look at Seattle, they have graduated a number of highly touted youngsters in recent years. Obviously, they're not going to part with Julio Rodriguez because you're just giving up what they think might be a young Juan Soto. But... Their shortstop, Noelve Marte, that's right, Noelve Marte is the number 11 prospect in baseball. He's high A right now. They also have another shortstop named Edwin Arroyo, who's 18 years old, and a couple of first-round picks like Emerson Hancock or catcher Harry Ford. Those would be some guys. But if you want to, like, look... At their youngsters right now, the Mariners are built for the future. Julio Rodriguez, Kyle Lewis, look at Crawford at short, Taylor Trammell, Jared Kalanick, who hasn't panned out what he's supposed to be. But, you know, they've they've made some long-term commitments. The J.P. Crawford one, the Robbie Ray one, but they have money. And then the Mets. I mean, the Mets traded their first-round pick from two years ago, Pete Crow Armstrong, last deadline, who's doing really well. They dug into their farm system to obtain Chris Bassett in the offseason. Believe me, they didn't give up much. <laughs> but right now, the Mets are over the luxury tax line by $60 million. How much would Cohen push? Well, who cares once you're that far over, right? Ask Joe Lacob. Now, the Yankees, one of the main reasons the Yankees didn't sign Carlos Correa or Corey Seager was because they think either Anthony Volpe or Oswald Peraza is the shortstop of the future. If not them, Alexander Vargas or Oswald Cabrera, two Oswalds. There's Everson Pereira, Jason Dominguez, we talked about him, pitchers Ken Waldachuk, Yuendris Gomez. Do they have any youngsters that they might want? Well, Gleyber Torres is still only 25 years old, believe it or not. Now, they're... Close to $30 million over as well. And, you know, does Aaron Judge come off the books? Ouch. I mean, they could get rid of Donaldson and Rizzo. They'd have some money. The Padres, C.J. Abrams, Luis Camposano, Robert Hossel, James Wood, shortstop, Jackson Merrill. These are all guys that they could throw in. And then, of course, Mackenzie Gore is another one. A.J. Preller, very aggressive. You look at the Dodgers. Catcher Diego Cartaya is the Dodgers' top prospect. But they just, if the, the Nationals have interest in him after trading for the former system teammate, Kbert Ruiz, I don't know. Bobby Miller, Miguel Vargas are other ones. The Dodgers have some guys, Ryan uh, Pepio, Andy Pages, Michael Bush. But you could throw in a Gavin Lux. A Tommy, a, a, a Gonsolin, Goose Gonsolin, 
Dustin May are some others as well. You think about contracts expiring for them. Trey Turner, David Price, yes, he's still on the books. Justin Turner, Kershaw, Kimbrell, Muncie, Cody Bellinger. I mean, you put an outfield of Mookie Betts and Juan Soto, you don't need anybody else. But right now, the front runner are the Cardinals. They have two of the most promising position prospects in the minors. Third baseman Jordan Walker and shortstop Mason Wynn. Walker is crushing right now as a 20-year-old at double-A. Wynn is also 20, doing great at double-A. They could also throw in Matthew Libatore, first-round pick, Alec Burleson, catcher Yvonne Herrera. They've got some youngsters, of course. As I said, Harrison Bader, great defensive outfielder. Tyler O'Neill's already got two gold gloves. Tommy Edmond, Brandon Donovan, and they're $50 million under the line. So Goldschmidt, Arenado, Soto, I don't know. The Cardinals just seem to end up with these guys. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back, y'all. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching? Who's watching me? This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491-800-361-3491-800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? 
This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. I'm sorry, it's... A it's the pleats. It's, a, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. Tittle is a majestic stallion. I'd be a better majestic stallion if I could put my headset on uh, properly. Uh, all right. Uh, we still have uh, two more hours to go. That's two more hours. We've got two hours in the books, and um, I am losing my mind. Mick Yardley is going to come in, and uh, he will talk um, MLB. That's what he'll do from againstthenumber.com. I'm keeping my eye on, believe me, I'm keeping my eye on the trade deadline about what's going to happen. And we need to get into who is a buyer and who is a seller. And we will do that. Hmm, I wonder what my A's are. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder what it would be. Um, but uh, real quick, email rick at sportsbyline.com from Jeremy. Rick, who are the guys the A's drafted that I should know about? Well, actually, today, Daniel Susak will be at the Coliseum at 3.30 taking BP. I was invited to that, and I, yeah, I'm not going to go. But that'll be cool. Uh, the second-round pick, Henry Bolte out of Palo Alto High School, is a huge kid with a lot of power not much else. Um, I like this kid, uh, Collins, from Michigan. He was a Big Ten Player of the Year. And then a third-round pick, Colby Thomas from Mercer College, this was a guy who also is a huge home run hitter. So I don't know. There's some exciting uh, big bats in there. They're looking for the next Aaron Judge type of guy. Thanks for the email, Rick at sportsbyline.com. We still have another hour, so come on back.
USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Former women's U.S. soccer player Hope Solo pled guilty to DWI on Monday and received a suspended sentence and a fine after she was arrested in North Carolina earlier this year. 40-year-old Solo was found at a shopping center parking lot, passed out behind the wheel of a vehicle with her two-year-old twins inside. Solo received a suspended sentence of 24 months and an active sentence of 30 days that was credited to time served in a rehab facility. The Oak Fire near California's Yosemite National Park in the center of the state forced thousands more people to evacuate on Monday. Emmanuel Chavez is with Cal Fire. The challenges out there are terrain, uh, like you mentioned, but also weather, the wind and uh, the dryness of the vegetation. The Oak Fire in Mariposa County, where a state of emergency has been declared, is now California's biggest fire this season. USA Radio News. Guys, what's the first thing you notice when you look at a photo of yourself? If you said your receding hairline or bald spot, Keeps can help you change that. Keeps has clinically proven, FDA-approved hair treatments available online. Whether you're looking to prevent hair loss, stimulate hair growth, or take care of the hair you have, your Keeps physician will help you select the right products and develop a personalized hair-saving routine that works for you. It's easy. No waiting rooms or pharmacy visits. Keeps is delivered straight to your door at about half the cost half the cost. And if you have questions, you can message your Keeps doctor 24-7. If those balding jokes are wearing thin, join thousands of guys who have saved their hair. Visit Keeps.com slash Doug Steffen for 50% off your first order. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Doug Steffen. Keeps.com slash Doug Steffen. Rose Cosmos has announced Russia will leave the International Space Station at the end of 2024 and start construction on its own orbital base. Russian astronauts were parading a flag on the space station recently from invaded Ukrainian lands, breaking the silent oath of no politics on the space station. A Dallas police officer engaged with and disabled a female shooter who allegedly opened fire near a ticket counter at Love Field Airport on Monday. Dallas Police Chief Eddie Garcia explains what happened. At some point, simultaneously, one of our officers is in the area she produces a handgun and begins firing. At this point, we don't know where exactly the individual was aiming. For the most that we're seeing now, she was aiming uh, at the ceiling. Simultaneously as she's doing that, our officer engages the suspect, strikes her in the lower extremities. She's taken into custody and is currently at Parkland Hospital. USA Radio News. Right now, people are home with their pets more often, and I think now, especially with the shedding, they're more cognizant of what's going on and that it's an actual issue, and Dynavite has helped tremendously in our house with that. I just heard the Dynavite commercial so many times, I said, you know what, I'll, I'll give it a shot, and I ordered it and tried it, and it worked. The Dynavite, the being at home, working with them, they all love it. Me and Chewy are together 24-7. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. A meteor that lit up the sky over Louisiana, Oklahoma, and Texas set off a sonic boom Sunday night in Texas. People in the towns between Austin and Houston reported hearing what sounded like a loud explosion. Security cameras in Austin, Dallas, Texas, and San Antonio recorded the fireball racing across the sky. With some colleges in America outrageously priced, we can't forget going to college is great nourishment for the mind. But how about getting paid to go to school? 
A new Catholic college trade school in Ohio opening next year is going to be doing just that. Jacob Ebaum from the College of St. Joseph the Worker on Fox News. What are a, what's a good alternative? And so our minds went to the skilled trades, not only because Jesus Christ uh, came down and served most years of his life at a carpenter's bench. And so there's something actually quite fitting about a Catholic school uh, recognizing the humanity in the trades. Uh, but also the fact that these are financially robust careers and the fact that someone gets paid to train in them. So we began to set a model together to see if we could ensure that a student would graduate financially net positive instead of up to their eyeballs in debt. For more information, visit us online at usaradio.com. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you. we got another hour of open lines. We'll check in briefly with againstthenumber.com coming up after the break. But other than that, a lot of, uh, a lot of openness. That's how I would describe it, just pure openness. You know, <clears throat> in today's world, the back and forth that athletes have on social media can get kind of old, but Apparently, Steph Curry hosted the uh, ESPYs. Uh, I did not see it. I've never seen an ESPYs. Never. Not that I boycott it. I just It's just not part of my uh, consciousness. Um, when I think ESPY, I think of Cecil ESPY, the Rangers outfielder, E-S-P-Y. Spelled exactly the same. But anyway, Steph Curry hosted it, and apparently... He had uh, a little jab with a guy on the Celtics, and the guy on the Celtics said, uh, he's like, you want to wear this suit? And he's like, oh, I don't wear a Smedium. It goes back. I know Clay Thompson had a problem with Jaron Jackson Jr. of Memphis when they put strength in numbers. <laughs> he called him a clown. He goes, that clown. Can't believe what that clown said. It's all good. Okay. 
right? Well, this is the thing. Back in my day, <clears throat> if you wanted to tease somebody, you had to do it to their face, or at least you had to call them on the phone. And when kids were teased, when they got home, they were safe, unless they had terrible parents. Well, your brothers would probably tease you if you had older brothers. But now you can be teased 24-7. In fact, it's much easier to tease somebody laying in bed with your phone. <laughs> right? So uh, we shouldn't be surprised when these athletes go back and forth on social media. Your mama liked it last night. Not as good as your mama did. You know, whatever. All right. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Come on in. Big shout out to our troops listening both home and abroad on American Forces Radio Network. And CRN Digital 2, the cable radio network channel too. I'm on Twitch.tv as well, so come on back. At Tubba Towels, we started with the toughest messes and quickly realized Tubba Towels heavy-duty cleaning wipes can clean just about anything, like stubborn brake dust, spilled paint, even permanent marker. There's literally thousands of uses. Proudly made in the USA with over 30,000 five-star reviews. Find Tubba Towels heavy-duty cleaning wipes at your local auto parts store, the Home Depot, Lowe's, and more. Look for the big yellow tub. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. Wendy's new Strawberry Frosty is here. So check your watch. Is it Frosty time yet? It probably is. The hour hand would be on, I'm feeling snacky. And the minute hand would be on, relaxing with a rich, creamy Strawberry Frosty on a summer day, just digging into that smooth, chilly deliciousness and vibing. You know, depending on what kind of watch you have. 
When it's time for Frosty Time, choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Frosty and Classic Chocolate or New Strawberry. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. <laughs> All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-878-PLAY. If we get Mick Yardley, we'll throw him on the air. I have a feeling that J.D. Sharp's going to be calling in in two minutes. We'll find out. The Sharks have officially now named uh, Quinn, the mighty Quinn, as their uh, new head coach, David Quinn. He's the 10th head coach in franchise history. And, um, of course, I know all 10. This is the only team I've had that came in as I was an adult. The Sharks came when I was 26. But Mike Greer, the uh, GM, I got to say, your first hire, I'm not impressed. Mike Greer said today, David has successfully coached at several different levels in his hockey career, including with Team USA on the international stage at the Olympics and leading the team at the World Championships to the bronze medal game. His experience in developing young players as a head coach at Boston University at the NHL level over the last few seasons has proven to be effective. His previous NHL coaching experience is valuable to us, and he implements a system that will fit where our philosophy of being a hard team to play against. We are extremely happy to have him as part of this organization. Unquote. I think this is a snoozer. Not as much of a snoozer, snoozer as Bob Boner. Sorry, Bob Bugner, the guy they just fired. But I just think about the names out there. This guy's not a name. Now, that doesn't mean that he stinks. You know, he was the head coach of the United States at the Winter Olympics. That's something. Yeah. But when he was named as head coach of the Rangers in 2018, and he was there for three seasons, um, they had a really good power play. Um, they uh, were a feisty team. They, were, they came back from a lot of uh, deficits. They improved every year. Um, and, uh, you know, a winning record, I got to say. And, you know, Adam Fox made his debut under Quinn and got the Norris Trophy. Quinn is a former defenseman himself. Um, And, uh, you know, it's interesting for him. JD at 1140. Okay, that's when we're going to do that um, for againstthenumber.com. Anyway. Um, it's interesting for him. This is a guy about my age. He was a first round pick of the Minnesota North stars. Half of the North stars became sharks. Half went to Dallas and kept the name, but dropped the North, just Dallas stars. First round pick. Then he went to BU played three years there and the North stars completely lost interest in him. And so he bounced around the AHL before the Rangers finally let him play in 19 games in 1992. That was it. So this guy, 
is a coach through and through. Um, I don't think it helps him that he looks like Benedict Cumberbatch with sort of that thousand yard stare. You know what I mean? Maybe you don't. Um, I don't think it helps to have that. I, I don't know. It just well, there were some names out there that were um, a lot more a lot more interesting to me. All right, one eight hundred eight seven eight play. Um, also, there was a report out of Cincinnati today that Joe Burrow is going to have an appendectomy. The Cincinnati Bengals open up their camp today, but um, the timing on this is interesting. An appendectomy is a relatively short recovery time, so his regular season will not be impact. And most people leave the hospital a day after or two days after, and then he said they say that two to four weeks they can get back to normal activities. Here's the thing to remember, though. These um, athletes have doctors that we don't know about. Like when I broke my collarbone they in playing college lacrosse, they gave me this figure eight. To It was this, you know, Theodoric of York, the medieval barber. I'm surprised they didn't give me leeches. And they said, yeah, it'll be a full year before you'll have the same rotation in your shoulder. And then Aaron Rodgers breaks his collarbone, and he's back in four weeks. There, There's different doctors. But remember, Burrow, his sophomore year, no sophomore slump for him. He led the league in completion percentage, 70.4. He led the league in yards of uh, per attempt, nine yards. And, oh, yeah, they almost won the Super Bowl. But news of this appendectomy comes just a couple of days after Mike Brown, the owner, the stingy, stingy owner. Remember, Katie Blackburn, his daughter, basically does all the contracts. He spoke glowingly about Joe Burrow and keeping him in Cincinnati for the long haul, calling the inevitable contract extension, quote, our most important issue. <clears throat> Brown said, I can tell you that we couldn't be happier with Joe Burrow. He's everything you would wish for, especially for a quarterback in Cincinnati. Our whole focus is going to be on keeping him here. Well, ever now that Burrow did what he did last year, the Bengals are going to be a perennial Super Bowl threat while he's there, if he's healthy, right? Joe Burrow at Caesars right now is fifth in MVP odds, which is uh, not too bad. A one eight hundred eight seven eight play. We got more predictions too um, coming up. I mean, I think the Niners at some point are just going to cut Jimmy Garoppolo. I think we've seen that. Although, then again, people are waiting for the Browns to cut Baker Mayfield, and they did end up dealing him and eating some of the money. But they they just and and you know if they cut Garoppolo, it's going to save him twenty five mil, whatever. But they don't want to impede Trey Lance's progression, if you want. Um, I also think when you talk about, well, maybe he'll go to Cleveland, I think Deshaun Watson gets 12 games. That's just my guess. I don't think he gets the whole year. I think he gets three quarters of a year. And by the way, where does Jimmy Garoppolo go when he gets cut? He's going to Seattle. It just makes too much sense. They have no one... Uh, Seattle has been lukewarm about everyone else, even the Mayfields of the world, but they know Jimmy G, and he's a guy that I think uh, Pete Carroll would love because Pete Carroll likes his quarterbacks to lean on the run and throw when they have to. 
And you think about a guy like a Carson Palmer, how he kind of resurrected his career in Arizona, <laughs> as did uh, Kurt Warner and others. But I think that's the way it's going to go for the Garoppolo thing. I just think so. And speaking of Baker Mayfield, he's the, the Panthers' starting quarterback. There's there's just no doubt about it. And Matt Rule will say, oh, Sam Darnold, blah, blah, blah. He's, Baker Mayfield will be the runaway winner of that job. I'm just telling you right now. He would have to do something egregious off the field or have his kneecaps break, uh, like I always uh, say uh, as well. So camps are getting underway and uh, I miss going up to Napa to Raider camp, uh, actually. That was always uh, a lot of fun to uh, be in the inner sanctum and stand on the field and everything. And I remember one time I went the wrong way, and I went through the locker room, and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I went the wrong way. They're like, uh, okay. But, yeah, I would um, – Jimmy Garoppolo at some point is going to get cut, and it's not often you cut a Super Bowl quarterback in his prime, but – he don't here, as Willie Brown once said about Elvis Gerbag. He gone. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. When we come on back, more open lines at 1-800-878-PLAY. fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily? 
without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets. It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us? We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332 That's 800-738-5332 When do broadcasters go too far? Where does hilarity stop and vulgarity begin? Don't ask Rick Tittle to bring it, because it already done got brought. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you, and we're talking sports. And you can get in if you want at 1-800-878-PLAY. So as I was mentioning, teams have to figure out whether a buyer or a seller. And that's something that you used to kind of know a lot earlier without wild cards, plural. Because you could have a hot week and be right back in it. Remember a few years ago, the Twins are like, we're in it. And then they went, no, we're not. And they traded a starting pitcher. It was a Brios. And they're like, oh, wait, no, we are in it. <laughs> kind of changed their minds. It can happen. <clears throat> well, then again, in this day and age where you're alive a lot longer than you used to be, a lot longer, you still have teams that are tanking it. <coughs> Oakland, <coughs> Washington. So are you a buyer or a seller? And you just look down the line. The Diamondbacks have dropped 8 of 11. They're going to move Bumgarner, who's having his first useful season in over three years. They're talking about shopping Merrill Kelly, Christian Walker, David Peralta, even the all-star Joe Mantiply, the praying mantis. <clears throat> That's my nickname for him. The Braves are buyers. Maybe they'll look for some better defensive flexibility and a better stopgap at second base outside of Robbie Cano until Ozzie Albies comes back. But Now here's the thing. The Orioles, what do they do? Do they buy or do they sell? I think they just kind of sit tight and do nothing, to tell you the truth, which is sometimes very wise. <clears throat> then trying to decide what you are. You could be none of the above. And I think that's the same thing for Boston, too. Especially in light of Chris Sale's broken finger. They could upgrade second base. And I know Kyan Bloom, the GM, would like to look like they're doing something. They're not going to tear it down, but I think they're going to build it up. Uh, the Cubbies are sellers. In fact, they're going to be really active sellers. Wilson Contreras are waiting on him. David Robertson, the closer. Drew Smiley, 
once traded for Miguel Cabrera. Maybe even the late bloomer Patrick Wisdom. Ian Happ is getting a lot of interest right now. Kyle Hendricks get healthy. I mean, it's just a fire sale. But on the south side, I think due largely to the fact that they play in the AL Central, that the White Sox are still classified as contenders. They have a real shot to repeat as division champs, despite their lousy first half. But they need to upgrade. The challenge is if Reinsdorf wants to increase payroll, which he might not want to do that either. The Reds are sellers. We know that. Had they not been a seller before, maybe they would be all right, but they've been selling off parts for a while, and they're going to take another bite out of it. Luis Castillo might be the biggest non-Juan Soto name to watch right now. Tyler Maley is coming back from the IL. Both of those guys, when you look to add to your rotation, are there. The Guardians, I think they might buy and buy low <laughs> because, as I mentioned, that AL Central is up for grabs. But would the Dolans be even bothered? The shortcoming at catcher might be one, even though Gomes is there. But, I mean, you think about Austin Hedges and Luke Malley have combined to hit 169. Not that great. I look at the Rockies. Maybe the most incompetently run organization in baseball, not saying a lot as an A's fan. I mean, just dull, dull, dull. And I don't think they're going to do anything. Just going to sit on their hands. The Tigers will sell. And apparently people might want Robbie Grossman. I don't know why he hasn't had a good year. Michael Fulmer, who transitioned to the bullpen, who's looking good, but I mean, Michael Pineda, Andrew Chafin came over from Oakland. Gregory Soto, those are guys. Uh, the Astros are buyers, but they're not desperate buyers. They're already a lock to win their division. So their new GM there, James Click, he'll probably just want to add a little bat or a bullpen piece, I would think. The Royals will sell. Andrew Benintendi is going to go. Michael A. Taylor, Hunter Dozier. Maybe they can get something for Zach Ranke. Uh The Angels are going to sell. Now, there was this idle speculation of Shoei Otani at the trade deadline, which I did not believe for one second. That's like Disneyland trading the Matterhorn. It just wasn't going to happen. But, <clears throat> look, they could trade Noah Syndergaard and Michael Lorenzen. I mean, it's just... Then Mike Trout would say, what, we're rebuilding now? What are we doing? The Dodgers are going to buy. There's some uncertainty around Walker Bueller and his elbow, which he hurt. They might want to look at the rotation. The Marlins will probably sell. They're on the fringes for a wild card spot. But now the back injury to Jazz Chisholm makes them buyers for sure. The Brewers will buy. The biggest concern for them in the Central is the rotation health. Adrian Hauser and Freddie Peralta are both on the IL, elbow and lat, respectively. There's no clear timetable on when they're coming back. Twinkies will buy. They're in first place. They have a lousy bullpen, at least as terms of ERA anyway. They want to upgrade that. <clears throat> the Mets will buy for sure, for sure, for sure. 
they could use a fix at catcher given James McCann's injury. They could get some bullpen depth. And as I said, Wilson Contreras would be the ideal fit in Queens. I mean, Dan Fogelback, it's just so funny how fat that guy is. But maybe look for another bat. The Yankees will buy. You know, they want to lessen their dependence on Joey Gallo, who's shown no sign of getting out of his slump. They're winning despite him. Multiple additions on the pitching staff wouldn't hurt. Luis Castillo would be an ideal fit to bring him in. When you're on pace for over 100 wins, there's no desperation. Uh, My A's will sell. Frankie Montas looked good in his first start back from shoulder injury, so his market should hot up. And Sean Murphy. The Mets want a sturdy backstop. That could be a guy. The Phils will buy. They worked their way into wildcard contention by firing their manager. But the greatest need might be behind Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola. They don't really have anybody uh, at that point in the rotation. So that could be another one as well. Let's go to my man Charlie, who's out there in New York City. What's going on, Charlie? So you're saying the A's aren't buyers? I know. Can you they're believe not, it? They're not in. They, I bet you they pick up Cano if he's released. That's what they. That's that's who they buy. <laughs> Garbage like that. <laughs> um, are there any rumors about Montas being moved to to someone? I have not heard any direct rumors as of yet. But uh, if they trade Murphy, I hope they call up Langoliers and don't just have Stephen Vote catch the rest of the year. Absolutely. Also, I I, I did hear. I read something online that the Giants might be interested in Laureano for whatever that's worth. Um, yeah, they can have him. I'll drive him across the bridge. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, so if, you, if you're the GM of the Giants, they've lost five, six in a row. They're at 500. They're only two games out of the wild card, but they're trending in the wrong direction. If you're a GM of a team like that, do you buy or sell? Well, it's it's an interesting thing because the 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 fans here are so spoiled that they want them to try. And if you think about Crawford, Belt, some of these old guys, this is basically, I think, Custer's last stand for those guys. And they are a 500, right. they are a 500 team. Radone is going to walk. I would sell. I would trade Radone because he's leaving. I would try to, to f- trade off anybody I really could and try to get some, re- try to rebuild the farm system a little bit because even if they make the playoffs, I don't think they're going to beat even San Diego, much less L.A. and New York. Right, right. Anyway, um, can I throw a couple football questions? Yes. Should we be worried about Denzel Good retiring? As a, as a, <laughs> considering their offensive line was a, was their weak spot on the team, um, should the Raiders be worried that Good is, uh, well, he's at the very least, I guess, on the, the pup list. Well, I, um, did, I did he he didn't officially retire? Did he officially retire? No, he, he didn't officially retire. But okay. they said that's that. I guess he couldn't get back from the ACL or what. I don't I don't know what the deal is. But um, I I guess I guess they there's still twenty million under the cap, so they're 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 waiting to see what happens when when the rosters go from not uh, ninety to fifty. I guess. Um, yeah, I was just, uh, that was my only uh, question. Uh, rhetorical question. Would you be worried if you gave your quarterback a $230 million contract and in that clause there was homework assignments? 
Yeah, I saw that. Kyler Murray has to do homework. What it, to me, that's called the Jamarcus Russell clause. That's the Josh who I thought of, exactly who I thought of. Yeah, they just want to make sure. If you didn't hear, Kyler Murray is supposed to do, I think, four hours of homework. In other words, just uh, when he goes home, he's supposed to study the game plan or watch film on the other team, whatever. It's all it's all made for him. He just has to actually – they just make sure he, that he doesn't want to watch Tiger King instead. That's all. Yeah, but wouldn't would, wouldn't that concern you as a – as anything, as as a a fan, of, as a front uh, office. I mean, if, if you're giving uh, your starting QB a quarter of a million dollars, and you have to make sure he does his homework, that 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 would concern. It me. sounds bad on paper. I would agree with you, Charlie. I got to run to a break, <laughs> man. Thanks for coming. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Byland. Wendy's knows cold and soggy fries are the worst. So soggy. That's why we're serving up hot and crispy fries all day, every day. And all night until close. With natural cut potatoes, sea salted to perfection. Show me that potato skin. Wendy's hot and crispy aren't like other fries. We're your dream fry. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's hot and crispy fries. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. If yours aren't, bring them back and we'll replace them. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bones. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. If this were a Reese's TV ad, you'd be staring at a Reese's peanut butter cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? <laughs> okay, Reese's. 
Reese's. Reese's. Really working, actually. Reese's. Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 Can I be real with you right now? I mean, like, really, really real? Yes. I just thought about going out there for the second half, and a little bit of pee came out. Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. Girl, you better get in line. 1-800-878-PLAY. Let's check in with one of our friends over at AgainstTheNumber.com, which is a highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide, from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. They offer full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, one year, specialist-specific packages. Their prices are reasonable. Their tracking and distribution process is simple, and their results are real. As always, stepping up to the plate pitch inning is our good buddy J.D. Sharp. Talk a little Major League Baseball. And, J.D., I was just talking about uh, teams, whether they're going to be buyers and sellers, and obviously there are buyers and obviously there are sellers. I want to ask you a couple that I don't know if they're a buyer or a seller. What do you think about the Phillies? I think – I don't think they're a buyer right now. Bryce Harper, I'm not sure if he's out for the entire season or not, but they have plenty of talent. Schwarber's playing exceptionally well. I want to say second – in Major League Baseball and home runs with 30. I don't see the Phillies as, as a major buyer. I don't see them getting involved in the Soto sweepstakes by, by any means or maybe going after somebody like a Frankie Montas, who's <laughs> it's kind of funny, Rick, but he's, he's probably the best player on the A's right now, and he's the player that's most likely, the, the pitcher that's most likely going to get traded before this deadline takes place. But no, I don't think that the Phillies are trying to make any move like that this year, Rick. Yeah, the A's have a, a mantra, if you're good, you got to go. You got to go. <laughs> get the you hell if you're long. yeah, if you're young like Olsen and Donaldson, you got to get the hell out. Um yeah. Cleveland Guardians, that division is up for grabs, buyers or sellers. I could see them being buyers, especially with Bieber just not being Bieber. You know, the two years ago, he had he had some of the nastiest stuff I have ever. Really, before the pandemic, he had some of the nastiest stuff that I've ever seen any pitcher have. I'm talking Jose Fernandez nasty. Um, but I'm not really sure what they have to. to are they going to trade Naylor? Are they, what, what are they going to maybe maybe uh, Andres? You know, Jimenez. He's having a very good year. He was an All Star. Um, I could see maybe trading somebody like that, but they they need help, especially at pitcher. I just don't know if they have. And, and like you look at their one of their, their youngest prospects. They, they don't have anybody in the top 25, I believe, as far as uh, the, the, the top 100 prospects in Major League Baseball. So I, I'm not sure that if, if they – I think they do want to buy, but I'm not sure they really have enough to, to get what they need to actually be competitive and beat out a team like, like the White Sox, for example, 
who, uh, thanks to Dylan Cease, are actually, in my opinion, I think they have a chance of, of winning that division. And, and it's nice to see Cease, who is probably a top five talent in, in Major League Baseball as a pitcher, almost having that sub two ERA, Rick. I want to ask you about a couple more. This would have been a joke two months ago, but are the Orioles potential buyers? Oh, maybe. Yeah, they, they have a lot of young talent, especially offensively. I, I could I could see Mancini being up. I mean, really, they, they've got like two, three or four guys that are the kind of the same player in Hayes and Santander and Mancini. And I don't th- I don't think they'll trade Mountcastle. They're obviously not trading Rutschman. He's not just a, a he's not he's not a great hitter, but he's a really good pitching catcher. Obviously, I mean, if you look at it, you look at his ERA when pitchers. When they're throwing to him, their ERA is a lot less. He's got great command, and he, I think he really knows how to frame his glove uh, but behind the plate as a catcher. But I, I could see them going after, again, a pitcher. They don't really need a lot of help offensively, but I could see them some leveraging. They're not going to trade a Cedric Mullins, but maybe a Santander or a Mancini or a, or a Hayes could be a piece. And they've, and they've got a lot of young talent, too, with Gunnar Henderson and Grace Rodriguez, who's hurt for the year, and obviously they just drafted Jackson Holiday. So, yeah, I could see them maybe making that move. Rick, it wouldn't shock me. Here's another one that's a little shocking. The Angels. I mean, you think about it, they could say they're not going to trade Otani or Trout, obviously, but a Cindergaard or Lorenzen. Do they wave the white flag soon? What are they supposed to do at this point? I mean, they, their their farm system isn't good. Adele was their best farm player. He's been just awful. Otani, they're kind of burning him out. He had 12 Ks through six innings. And they they put him out for a seventh, which they shouldn't have done. That they ruined his entire, they ruined his ERA. Uh, he, he's not hitting that, but he hit a home run a couple of days ago. But I think he's only hitting two sixty. Yeah, they're one of the worst run organizations. Maybe next to the Padres in Major League Baseball. And Mike Trout, they're talking about him being out for the entire season. Trout's thirty years old; he's not getting any younger. So yeah, I think I think the Angels should just pack it in and try to find a way to keep Otani, trade Trout, and probably increase probably just. Let their entire management go. Coach, general manager, they don't develop talent. They don't draft well. They don't trade well. They, they, they put players like like Trout, who obviously is, is obviously he's a top, probably a top ten player of all time. If, if he gets back to himself, he's got a great resume. But they 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 offer these fourteen million dollar contracts. I think they're still paying holes. Yeah, I, I just the Angels have a lot of problems, so they need to be a buyer. But again, they really have a bargaining chip outside of. Trout, Otani, or Walsh? I don't think so. A couple more questions for J.D. Sharp from AgainstTheNumber.com, talking big league baseball here. The Rays made a headline yesterday. Uh, two names that we know very well, Kevin Kiermeyer, the outfielder, the gold glover, and Mike Zanino, both out for the season. And you think, oh, my gosh, what are they going to do? Well, I mean, Kiermeyer was batting two twenty eight. Zanino, who had a good year last year, Stinks this year at a 148. They've been platooning Mejia and and Bethencourt, who they got from Oakland. Now probably a platoon in center of Brett Phillips and and uh, Roman Quinn, who just came over from the uh, the Phillies last week. But if you look at Tampa Bay, I mean they're right there in the in the wild card. Do you think they make a splash or they just stay cheap like they always do? I think they have to. They've got to, they've got so much talent. At pitcher with McClanahan, he's got a 171 ERA. He's third in Major League Baseball in strikeouts. Boz is good. Rasmus is pitching pretty well. Uh, Franco's been inconsistent all year. I mean, they really don't have any. They're, they're not scary at all offensively. I think they have to make a move and, and, and make a make, get a five-tool guy, a five-tool player. Um, I think they really have to, to make a move. They would be smart to. They would. They could 
definitely get up there. And they've got a, a young pitcher named Taj Bradley. He's 21 years old. He's got like a 151 or a 160 RA. I want to say in double A AA or triple A. Um, he's, he's got four pitches. He throws 97 pretty easily, about 6'4, 195. So they have a ton of talent at pitcher. They can afford to give up some pitching and, and pick up some hitting. And if I'm the Rays, I definitely do so. There were some rumors in Boston after their recent run and their destruction. Uh, what did they give up? Twenty-eight runs to the Blue Jays the other day. They've lost thirteen yeah, of seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. They uh, they're three games behind the wild card, and there were some rumors that on the left side of the infield there, Bogarts and Devers were available. Now Devers has a hamstring uh, right now. He has another year of of team control. They tried to get him to a contract extension in spring training, and they said that they were very far away. Uh, Bogarts, yeah. Bogarts can opt out. He has three years and $60 million left. Everyone thinks that he will opt out. So, remember, this is the team that traded Mookie Betts because he rejected an extension. Now, the, um, the Sam Kennedy, the president, uh, they've gone on record by saying, oh, there's no way we're shopping these guys, but I don't know with Boston. Yeah, I don't know either. I think you're shopping, but you shop J.D. Martinez, who's a defensive liability. So is Devers to a degree, but he's so young, and he's, he hits 330 consistently, so does Bogart. Uh, I, I think that it would make sense for a team like Boston to maybe trade a J.D. Martinez to a team like the Rays and, and pick up some, some pitching talent. But, yeah, when you, when you have that much talent on your team, like, like Boston does, young talent too, you know, Jaron Duran, he's going he's gonna to command a big payday when, when his time comes. Verdugo as well has a lot of upside, so... They just they, they tend to develop offensive players exceptionally well for whatever reason, and yeah, when you, they're going to always be in that situation. But I would look at uh, you want to keep Devers, you want to keep Bogarts especially. He, I think he if he he kind of has that. He reminds me of Jeter a little bit. Obviously, he's not as clutch as Jeter, but he, but he plays kind of the same way. But you got to keep Devers. I, I think that they should seriously look at trading J.D. Martinez. If that's the move. All right, just for fun, we've talked about it before, but this week. The Soto rumors, when you look at the Cardinals, they're $30 million under the luxury tax. They've got two fantastic prospects in Jordan Walker and Mason Wynn, a third baseman and a shortstop. And there are other teams with prospects like, you know, the Dodgers and the, the Padres, the, the Yankees, the Mets, what have you. But um, And it always seems like, you know, I bring up the Cardinals, you turn around, they have Goldschmidt and Arenado. You're like, when did that happen? So they always just seem to get these guys. So then, I don't know if, if, if you watch the Future Stars game, but Mason went through a ball 101 miles an hour from shortstop in that game. Walker's the top. He's, he's the, the fifth best prospect right now in Major League Baseball. He's kind of he's about 6'5", 230. Uh, yeah, I, I think that they should look at, at trading for Soto. And now that Mackenzie Gore likely has Tommy John, they and the Padres really screwed that one up as well. Uh, I, I'm not sure that they're a, they're really in the in the contention for Soto. The, the Cardinals that actually may make sense as destination. Soto's 22. I, I could see him staying at the same place. Cardinals have a, a very loyal fan base. They have a, they have a, they're probably a top five team in Major League Baseball as far as franchise tradition. I think it makes a lot of sense to try to get one of those one of those deals done. To include include a Mason a Mason Wynn or a Jordan Walker or even a, a Nolan Gorman or a Tyler Hammond. They they have a lot of young talent on that team. The Cardinals could actually be be poised for in my opinion, a couple of title runs if they can make this deal work out with Soto correctly, Rick. Last question for you. When I look at the Padres, and you know, I told you before, I'm a, I'm a Melvin fan. They're, they're 10 games over right now. They're yeah. uh, basically a lock for the wild card if they just play 500 the rest of the way. Do you think this is finally a year where the fans, instead of just hitting beach balls around, might actually see some 
playoff games being won? I, I who's pitching? I don't know. I mean, Musgrove got hit a couple of days ago. Darvish has been pretty good. Gore is out for the year, and he, he started exceptional. And then he just—I mean, the Rockies put him up twice. I, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I really. That—that's a team that's kind of an enigma. They do have Boyd who can come on yeah. and he can hit bombs. Well, I mean, they got—they got, got Manaya and Snell and Clevenger. It's not like they're empty. No, no, they're no, they're they're not empty. I just I, I'm not sure that that they have the team that they need. I mean, it, it could happen, mm-hmm. but I'm not super confident about it, Rick. Yeah, I, I, when you keep playing jerks and Profar every day in left field, that to me is kind of like a <laughs> it's not a good sign. All right, exactly. hey, JD Sharp against the number dot com. Thanks for coming in, man. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. All right, there he is. He's always ready to go. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. <laughs> Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531 800-754-4531 That's 800-754-4531 Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise 
manage doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539, or text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. Text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. Uh, you know, people are always asking me, Tiger, uh, how do you do it? And my answer is shut up. Uh, I ask the questions around here. I'm Tiger Woods. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. We have a couple minutes left. Remember we had that big spate of everyone retiring from football? They were just like, I'm out. Chris Borland. You even remember that name anymore? Chris Borland's of the world. John Frank. Uh, Well, today, Chris Carson, the Seahawks running back, 27 years old, he's retiring. But he's retiring because... A lingering neck issue. He failed his physical, and uh, that allowed him to collect injury protection benefits. And it wasn't completely unexpected. Pete Carroll said that he thought maybe he'd have to hang up his cleats. He only played four games last year. He was excused from minicamp as doctors were trying to clear him. But remember, he had vertebrae fusion surgery in December. You kind of have to retire, but I mean, pretty a thousand yard rusher for a seventh round pick. That's a fantastic seventh round pick to get a thousand yard season out of him. And he was the workhorse basically for two straight years, like 2018, 2019. But that's the thing. Whenever you take seventh round picks, I mean, he was the starting running back at Oklahoma State. That's what I like using seventh-round picks on, not like, let's just take another offensive lineman. Let's just take another defensive lineman. Why don't you get the star skill player on a top Power 5 school? And then let's just see what happens. And that's exactly what Seattle did. OK State Cowboys, starting tailback, great college player, spend a seventh-round pick on him. That's what I think. But anyway, yeah, when you get your neck fused together... Pete Carroll said, it's just hard on him. Our guys love this game that they they grow up playing, and there's a sense that there may be an end to it. It's hard. It's difficult, and it's real, but we're going to love him through this as much as we can. He's going to love you through it, and that's good. All right. I will see you tomorrow, and we'll talk sports at 1-800-878-PLAY. We'll do it at 9 a.m. Pack time, y'all.
Man, I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.